This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, cobbers, from the land down under. This is the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily Podcast. Whether you're with the Strikers, the Stars or the Sixers, you might be a renegade, enjoy the heat, love the thunder, like a scorcher or prefer hurricanes. Brought to you in association with bluecrocodile.co.uk. Tie your kangaroo down, put another shrimp on the barbie and enjoy the fun. It's gonna be a ripper. Big Bash 10. Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the Big Bash Daily. I'm James Butler, the Cricket Badger. Thank you very much indeed to bluecrocodile.co.uk for their continued support of these Big Bash Dailies. Snap me up the right mortgages for you at Blue Croc Money on Twitter. At the moment, I'm joined by just one fan badger. We might be joined by Abai as well, but Ash Turner is with me. And Ash, we're, we're watching a, a very exciting finish, Ashley. It's been a good game, this one, between the Sydney Sixers and the Brisbane Heat. Two sides who are, well, City Sixers flying high at the top of the Big Bash table. Brisbane Heat's a resurgent in the league. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. Dan Hughes has just lofted a tamest of catches to a fielder at, uh, we've not quite long on, in just outside the circle. Dan Hughes has gone for 51. So uh, we may have a twist in this one, Ash. It looked like the two Dans, Christian and Hughes, were going to take Sydney Sixers across the line. Yeah, it's been a really interesting game. Neither team's got away and pitch seems to have been doing a little, as we've seen from Brathwaite's bowling earlier on. It looked comfortable. Dan Hughes, he'd, he'd, he'd looked comfortable. He'd kept the run going, kept the ball ticking over and then Dan Christian's come in and added a bit of power hitting in the last couple of overs as well since they took the surge and it was looking comfortable but with that wicket going quite cheaply there, it adds the pressure on again. Yeah and it's not been a, an easy pitch to, to score quickly on, they took the power surge at the right time and gave themselves a real bit of momentum in the chase and got themselves well ahead of the rate but it's 23 required from 21 balls now, Carlos Brathwaite who we all know can hit a, a rather big cricket ball funny old game T20 Ash isn't it because Dan Christian's had a really strange day today, he dropped um, Chris Lynn earlier on, Chris Lynn went on to top score for the Brisbane Heat, he conceded quite a few runs with the ball, came in with the bat and really did struggle at the start to get his innings going but obviously 
in the end, it could prove that he becomes the hero. If he's on strike now, as uh, Basley comes in and bowls to him, he just knocks that one into the leg side. They go through for a very comfortable single. So 22 required from the remaining 20 balls. But it just shows you how fickle T20 can be, that you can have a, a very ropey part of a T20 match, but still come out on top. You're never out of the game in T20. It's action-packed, and every player is important at all times. As you say, Christian, she's normally the safest pair of hands, and he dropped Lynn, and you thought, oh, he's going to get punished for it. Then took another a couple of catches and was looking good came on to bowl and took a bit of a hit round the place and then had to stand there and watch as Lynn was dropped off his bowling as well and then as you say he came out to pan and it just never looked comfortable at the start but in the last few overs he, he started to find his rhythm and he's hit a few massive hits into the stands yeah and you say, it just shows in, in T20, you're never out of the game. Everyone's always in bowl, whether it's batting, bowling, or even just fielding. Got ball there as Brothwaite defends his first delivery at the crease. 22 required, 19 balls remaining. Sydney Sixers looking on target. Basley's got other ideas as he comes in over the wicket, bowls to Brothwaite. He tries to cut that one away, gets an under edge, and it just trickles down to the fielder at short third man. They go through for one. Trouble is with these chases, Brisbane Heats will still think they're in this game, Ash, but when you've got Dan Christian, who well set now and you've got Carlos Brathwaite it only takes a one over of uh, one of these two opening the shoulders and this match is done isn't it yeah you've got two very destructive batsmen at the crease and so as you say with one well set like Dan Christian and Brathwaite who we sort of know doesn't really need to be well set he, he can come in and hit from ball one if he needs to it's very very difficult obviously the heat up end can get one of these we're right in this the pressure's on them now but it's, it's very close and when, when it's only at seven and over or something around that you're only a couple of big lusty blows away from losing it so it's going to be tight Brothwaite nudges the next one into the leg side so they get a single off the first ball of Sacchetti's over the equation is if Sydney Sixers win this game they've already picked up the Big Bash boost point they will go back to the top of the Big Bash league they'll go above the Sydney Thunder who obviously lost yesterday Brisbane and Heat though are currently in sixth place in the table, three points would take them level third with the Hobart Hurricanes. So big uh, result possible for them if they can get across the line today. Another single there for Dan Christian. He goes to 40. Sydney Six is just edging a little bit closer. In changing times like these, make a change yourself. Buy your own home. Still living with parents or renting? Why not buy your first property? Mortgage rates are lower than ever. Speak to Blue Crocodile. Blue Crocodile? Yeah, Blue Crocodile. They'll get you the right first time buy a deal by searching the market for the most competitive option for you. They don't bite, they're just straight-talking people like me. Give them a bell or go online. Blue Crocodile. Abai has joined us, Abai Meta, and it's a bit of a, a cracker this game as Stacchetti comes in again, bowls, and uh, swung away. Short ball, hasn't got that, I don't think, and he's been caught. Brathwaite's been caught by the fielder coming in from deep square. So another wicket falls for the Sixers, and Abai, this is always the equation in these chases. 19 now required, 15 balls left, and uh, wickets always suck the momentum out of a chase, don't they? I think this this pitch was not very batting friendly. So uh, both sides struggled to, you know, the batsmen struggled a lot, uh, especially at the start. And uh, now it's an uh, interesting chase. Sixers should make it, but you never know another wicket and then it could be panic. Yeah, it's a lot depending now on Dan Christian, I think, in this chase. If he's out, we saw Sam Billings yesterday play a really nice innings, but he got out roughly around about this time. And then the uh, the innings fell apart when the established batsman left the middle. So uh, O'Keefe comes in to join Dan Christian now. 
Stephen O'Keefe, strike rate of 114. He really just needs to nudge it around now, Ash, doesn't need to try and get Dan Christian on strike and keep him company to the end. Yeah, there's a tail ender or what you'd class as a tail ender coming in right now. That's all you've got to be thinking. You're not the man who's in. You're not the big hitter. You're not needing a massive a massive score to chase now. So just try and get off strike. Keep Christian on it as much as you can. Be looking for them quick singles and them quick twos when Christian wants them. And basically let, let him do the job. That's why he's there. That's why he's so successful and always wanted in T20 cricket by so many teams. So it's all about letting him do the job now. They did cross when that ball was in the air and uh, Christian nudges the next one into the leg side. So it's just singles at the moment for the Sydney Sixers. Good over this from Stachetti so far. 18 required, 14 balls left. O'Keefe now on strike. It's been a good game all the way through. Brisbane Heat, uh, as Abai suggested, it wasn't necessarily the easiest of wickets to to bat on. And we saw uh, Chris Lynn. He was dropped on six. I think he was dropped on, I think, 36. He went on to make 56. The uh, Brisbane Heat captain, dot ball, Oh, it's a wide. It's been given as a wide. Now, Saketi's not happy with that because it looked like O'Keefe had moved across to the offside and that went over the stumps. Saketi's ball a bit shorter. That went right over leg stump. He went to pull it and he moved his body across to offside. That should not have been a wide. It could end up being a difference. Going back to the uh, Brisbane Heat innings, they made 148, which was probably just below par. 56 from Chris Lynn, 26 further down by Lewis Gregory, who came in and hit uh, a rapid 26 off 15 balls. 148 always looked a little bit uh, vulnerable. Four for 16 for Carlos Brathwaite, two for 22 from Jackson Bird. And then we've seen the Sixers come out, lost early wickets, but 51 from Daniel Hughes, and now 41 not out from Dan Christian. So Keith on strike, though he tries to uh, pull that one away. Peel for a catch behind. Umpire's not given it. The fielders are absolutely convinced that was out. And this is now again our buy where DRS, you know, we, we're just pleading with the screen, go upstairs, check that, because in close matches like this, these decisions are vital, aren't they? If O'Keefe had been out there, then all of a sudden Brisbane Heat are really on top of this game. We've been discussing that and it's just, you're absolutely right when you say, you know, in these close matches, uh, it can hurt uh, one of the sides a lot and they can rue the fact that there is no DRS. I'm afraid to stay that uh, it's just going to continue, you know, uh, haunting us even more. The administrators, the players and the teams, it's going to haunt us even more as we go towards the business end of the tournament. Yeah, it's, it's, it is vital. You know, 17 off 12, these matches can swing on the very silliest of little decisions. That wide call, which I don't think was a wide, that wouldn't have changed with DRS, that has to be said. But you know, the potential for a court behind there, another wicket at this stage, but a wicket would have made a lot of difference. Basley runs in to bowl the 12th from last ball of this innings. It's a full toss and it's swung away into the offside. Goes straight to the fielder at deep cover. And it's just going to be one more to Dan Christian. Brings O'Keefe back on to strike. 16 now required from 11. Haven't seen the super over, Ash. Um, but the, the matches are getting closer, aren't they? But a super over would be quite entertaining. Secretly, as a neutral, everyone always wants wants a super over. It's a bit like with the FA Cup at the moment. Every neutral who's sat watching the FA Cup games, it's off. I like a penalty shootout today because it's always good fun when you're in neutral. Basley comes in and bowls and it's a dot ball. Big swing from O'Keefe goes through to the keeper. 16 off 10. O'Keefe yet to really get proper bat on ball. Now face three balls, still yet to get off the mark. Dan Christian comes down and basically just reminds him that he's uh, 42 not out. O'Keefe, you're our number eight in the order. This is on me, mate. Get me on strike. I think that was the general message of that little chap there. So one and a dot off this Basley over as he comes in again. Bowls to 
Stephen O'Keefe, who this time does get a bat on ball, but that's gone very, very high. There's a fielder coming underneath it, and it's been a simple catch. So O'Keefe's innings finishes in uh, kind of the style it started, really. He never really got going in that one at all. That was a very comfortable catch. And Abai, Sydney Sixers, all of a sudden, they can't get Dan Christian on strike. They're losing wickets, and this is making this an even tighter finish. I thought uh, Dan Christian was trusting of O'Keefe because O'Keefe is not a new uh, new person coming in. He's, he's an experienced campaigner. So Christian uh, probably expected him to support him, take some singles, nudge the ball around. It's still a matter of a couple of boundaries. So yeah. I could still say till Dan Christian is there, Sixers are favourites, but uh, Brisbane are back, truly back. Yeah, Jackson Bird comes in at number nine for the Sixers. They did cross. So Christian is on strike now for this next delivery from Basley. <laughs> Cricket's a game played with balls. You've got to look after them in the field. Badges are furry creatures. My friends at manscaped.com help you make sure it's neat and tidy down there. Oh, get rid of all that excess fur. Make sure that you're neat and tidy. Make sure everything's in the right order. Oh, feeling all good now down in this set. Oh, manscaped.com. Maximum skin-safe performance, compact design, advanced engineering, ceramic blade, waterproof. And it doesn't end there. Show you care by caring for your pair. Cleansers, revivers, preservers. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com. Get on there now. 16 required, nine balls left and uh, full toss, low full toss and uh, hit back at the bowler. Another dot ball. The uh, screw continues to turn. The pressure continues to grow. And Dan Christian, 42 not out, looks a little bit edgy now with 16 required from eight. As Abai said, a couple of big hits here. And all of a sudden this is in the back pocket of the sixes. But Basley has bowled a very good penultimate over here. One dot, wicket dot. And he comes in again to bowl to Dan Christian. He's driving that one into the offside through the covers. It's gone away for four. Well-timed from Dan Christian. That'll ease some of the nerves because you want to get into the final over, Ash, in probably single figures required. 12 now needed from eight. Two balls left of this over. And Dan Christian will be thinking, right, if I can hit a boundary, then get down the other end. This is pretty much done and dusted. Yeah, you'd think if it's down to single figures or hopefully impossible, the sixes and maybe thinking either down to maybe six or seven runs. Seven balls left, so he needs to get down the other end now, doesn't he? Because uh, Christian's on strike, 12 needed. So Basley's job here is to try and keep Christian down that striker's end and get uh, Jackson Bird on strike for the final over, isn't it? Yeah, Basley's just got to be thinking here, if anything, he maybe doesn't mind the boundary. Oh, is it run out? A A slower ball from Basley. Dan Christian didn't really get too much on it, but they managed to run through for a single. So Christian goes to 47. The Sixers need 11 to win from the final over. Dan Christian will be on strike at the start of it. A couple of sixes, it's all done. I'd say probably 50-50 at the moment, maybe slightly Sixers favourites. I think the single has again made them favourites. So since Dan Christian is going to be facing the next over and uh, also uh, Basley is, has done, uh, is done with his contribution to the match because uh, of course he could field as well. But uh, as a bowler, he was bowling well and He's bowled the penultimate over. And now let's see who bowls the last over. It's going to be Xavier Bartlett. 10 gets us a super over. The first few balls of this over are going to be vital. They don't want to take this into the fifth or sixth ball as Bartlett comes in to bowl to Christian, who swings that one away leg side. He's got all of that one. That is a monster hit. That has gone miles into the top tier over deep square. 
And that is advantage sixes in big, big style. That's a terrific shot, Ash. Yeah, fantastic shot. And just what you, I guess you expect from Dan Christian, he, he's experienced, he's used to this. He's probably thinking, let's get this done the first two or three balls are over. Let's not build the pressure any more than we need to. That brings up his 50. Dan Christian goes to 53. So it's now five required from five balls. But uh, Bartlett uh, is not uh, started this over well, considering that big six. He bowls again to Dan Christian, who smacks that one back down to long off. They t- they refuse the single. Christian's deciding he's going to do this himself. Now five required from four. Dan Christian is basically thinking here, just one more big hit from the remaining four balls of this game. And I have got my team across the line. Can be a slightly dangerous kind of policy. Christian settles himself over his bat. Is this going to be the final knockings of this game as Bartlett bowls to Christian? And it's a Yorker outside off stump. Another dot ball. The tension mounts, Abai, doesn't it? Five off three. Yes, indeed. Indeed. But let's see. Uh, still, the the main man is on the strike. Uh, he just needs one ball to finish it. Bartlett bowls again and it's hit into the offside. He's got that aerial. Is there a fielder coming in underneath it? Oh, he's just dropped short. Are they going to come back for the second? They have. Probably landed about 20 yards in from the boundary. Fair enough to the, the fielder. He gave it everything. Tried to get underneath that one. But because he tried to go for the catch, they were able to come back for the second. Christian back on strike. Three required from two balls. Bartlett comes in to bowl this penultimate ball of the game. Dan Christian, it's a full toss. He scuffs that one out into the offside. Fielder feels just inside the circle. They're going to come back for the second. Oh, and I think they've made it, have they? They've taken the bails off there. Dan Christian's not sure if he's got back or not. I'm not sure if he did. Dan Christian, Ash, by the looks of his face, is not quite sure whether he's in or not. Yeah, it's a really, really tight one there. You knew he'd got to come, he'd sort of got to come back and give it a go. Having oh. turned down sort of the earlier runs, and oh, it's it, 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 very, very tight. I'm not sure. Sh- I think he might just have got in. One off one required. Dan Christian is on strike for it. If this is a dot ball, we have a super over. Anything more than that, the Sydney Sixers have won this game. Xavier Bartlett, it's over to you. You're bowling the final ball of this T20. And this is our by where you just pack the circle, isn't it? And just try and deny them the single. If he hits a big shot, it's going to be a single anyway. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And there are, um, yeah, this match has gone down to the wire. So on the last ball, also it could be any result. Dan Christian has brought up his 5,000th run as well in his T20 career. And Xavier Bartlett now has a task here. This is what you train for, Xavier. Christian 57 not out. He comes in now to bowl to Dan Christian. It's all on this one. It's a full toss. Leg side and he swings that one away. That's an awful ball. I'm sorry, Xavier Bartlett, but that was terrible. You just needed that in the block hole. I don't know what he went for, but it was a full toss on his kind of hip region. Barlett knows that he's just bowled an absolute tripe delivery. His uh, teammates come over to just give him a little bit of support. But Dan Christian has seen the Sydney Sixers home and they win by three wickets to go back to the top of the big bash table. Bluecrocodile.co.uk Sort your mortgage in a snap. Are you a first-time buyer with your eyes on that dream house? Are you wanting to move or looking for a better mortgage deal? Let Blue Crocodile find the right mortgage for you. 10% deposit mortgages are returning. If you need to know how much you can afford to borrow, just visit bluecrocodile.co.uk. Right then, chaps, our bluecrocodile.co.uk cricketer of today's match. Hi, where are you going to go? Uh, for me, it's a tough call between Brathwaite uh, for his bowling and, uh, uh, of course, Dan Christian. But I'd go for Dan Christian. I think 
chasing under pressure with the tail taking tough decisions in the last few couple of overs and really making sure the side goes through ash what about you be honest i'm really stuck between the two of christian and brathwaite christian's obviously the man who's got him over the line but as you say he was a shaky display um, earlier on with both fielding and with the ball where you could, you could almost say that the Sixers might want a bit more comfortable had he held on to a catch and had he also been able to not be quite as expensive with the ball. I think I'm actually going to go for Brathwaite because I was really, really impressed with him. Four good wickets, good bits bowling, never really got it for, for any runs in and over and he just kept it very tight while taking them big, big wickets at big moments. Yeah, I'm going to go with Brathwaite. I think I'm going to go with you, Ash. I think Carlos Brathwaite, if uh, his four for 18, it really did restrict the Brisbane heat and kept them to 148, which never quite looked enough, although it might have done towards the end of that chase. So today's bluecrocodile.co.uk cricketer of the match is Carlos Brathwaite. Mortgages are simpler than you think when you have a crocodile on your side. Blue Crocodile, making mortgages snappy and simple. Visit bluecrocodile.co.uk, follow them on Twitter at Blue Croc Money, or find them on Facebook. Blue Crocodile. That Sydney Sixers win takes them to the top of the table and it also restores a little bit of confidence as well, doesn't it, Abai? Because they got rolled in their last uh, outing against the Perth Gorchers, lost that by 86 runs. So they needed a better performance today to get themselves back in gear. To get across the line in a game like that will give them a lot of confidence going forward. Top of the table. They needed a good win, as you said. And what better to, you know, win a very close contest. So uh, all good for Sixers. They're truly back on the top. Because uh, I was discussing with some friends yesterday that Brathwaite is turning out to be the weak link for them. And uh, just like we guys discussed right now, he's uh, he's come back with a strong bowling performance. And now, uh, all of a sudden, they might not miss Jason Holder as much as they were missing after he left. Yeah, I think Brathwaite found uh, a really good length today and uh, troubled all of the batsmen in that uh performance today with the ball 4 for 18 really good T20 figures for Brisbane Heat though Ash they'd started a, a bit of a renaissance hadn't they in this tournament we'd written them off at the start they were down there with the Melbourne Renegades looking as if they were going to be the whipping boys of this tournament they found a, a little bit of form yeah it's hard to take positives out of any loss isn't it but I guess as you say that playing the team that you would say are obviously the strongest at the moment they are top of the league and Today, the batting didn't fully fire, and yet they've still took it right down to the last ball. So you've got to take that as a positive. That With Majib and Stekhti, both high up in the wicket-takers in the competition, they're always going to be in games, always going to have a chance. Lewis Gregory's been doing a good job as well for them. I think it's just now about trying to get a couple of them batsmen to really fire. Today, they were just on a difficult pitch. They were just maybe a little bit slow. Let's finish off today's podcast by looking at the uh, Test match Australia against India. India up against it going into the final day there, but they could still win it. 308 runs they require on day five with uh, 98 for two on the board in that one. Two questions for you to finish off with. And I know one of these we can't really do quickly, but we need to. Um, can India save or win this game is the first question. And the second question is, um, play was stopped for about 10 minutes at the SCG um, both Jasprit Bumrah and uh, Mohamed Saini complained that they were receiving racist abuse from a portion of the crowd. And the uh, officials took the guys out of the uh, ground, as quite rightly, and they managed to resume play and uh, and get on with it. But what do you do? 
with guys like that? Do you ban them for life? Massive fines? What's, what would be the action that you'd take to guys that uh, chuck out racist abuse at a cricket match? There's just no place for it at all. Those two questions, first of all, to you, Ash. India can save the match or win the match, but I, I just don't see him doing it. If they've got Sharma still in, I'd have maybe backed him a little bit more, but I just don't think they've got a Ben Stokes in their team who's going to do it for them. In terms of the horrendous scenes that we've seen with abuse and by the sounds of it, racial abuse being directed at India players, it's, it's disgusting. It's not acceptable. And I think they did the right thing. The game has has to stop and I think that's maybe where football's been going wrong with this you need to stop the game you need to get the police involved straight away and get them out of the stadium straight away and broadcast that that's what's happening and then from there I think you've got to be looking at lot very long term bans and possibly lifetime you've got to be looking at big fines and again just more education and making it a, a bigger thing every single game it not just being something that happens every time that we have a problem it should be something that's hammered home every single game what about you, I completely agree with Ash's comments on both questions. The first one, I would, I would, I'm still hoping and praying for a miracle tomorrow. It's going to be very hard. Miracles do happen. Yeah, they do. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, hoping for that, but uh, at the same time, looks difficult. The Australian attack, we have to give it to them that they are one of the best, and they're really peaking all four of them together. So they won't, you know, give any opportunity to the Indian batsmen. And I kind of agree with Ash. Had Rohit, uh, Rohit Sharma, you know, been not out overnight, and if he would have started yes uh, tomorrow, uh, probably we would have felt a bit better. Though he doesn't have a great record outside Asia in Test matches yet, uh, but still we would have really thought that okay, he's he's a stroke maker and something, uh, some miracle could can happen. But now the chances are even less. But yeah, fingers crossed. Let's see. Hoping for a fighting performance from India as well. In terms of the racial abuse side of stuff, Abai. I agree with what um, Ash said. I think they did exactly the right thing. Stop the game. But it shouldn't have taken the players to have stopped the game. People sitting in the stands next to these guys who were shouting this stuff out, they should have complained about it and they should have got some action going. But um, ultimately, they got to the right end result because there's no place for that kind of behaviour inside a cricket ground. In, in anywhere, really. But inside a cricket ground is obviously what we're talking about today. But what, what would be your sanctions there? How would you deal with people like that? Would you ban them for life? which is what I've seen people saying, or do you give people a second chance in situations like that and allow them to grow as people and learn from mistakes? Um, I would go for a harsh penalty uh, this time. Um, uh, a heavy fine or banning them for uh, maybe a few years would probably not go for a lifetime ban, but if it's there, I won't complain either because uh, I think the reactions from the Indian team have also come because they've been facing this every time they go and they face it always at Sydney. So I think that's why they're also very clear about their complaints they're raising this time. And they're referring to the incidents which have happened in the past as well. So with all due respect, uh, this should be handled in a, in a very um, you know, critical way. Totally agree. Totally agree. I mean, I don't know if either of you two have seen the Australian Dream, which was on the BBC, but it's a, a, about one of the Aussie rules footballers who was who was an Indigenous player. And he basically got, he, he was the, one of the best players in their league. Really sadly, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, which is really bad of me. But the, he got absolute crazy racial abuse from packed stadiums. And that wasn't that long ago. So... Hopefully we are moving forward, but it's no surprise that cricket mirrors society, sport mirrors society, because racism is around, isn't it? And uh, we need to get uh, get a lot better. Abai and Ash, thank you for joining me today. 
Cheers, James. Cheers, bye. Thanks, brother Pew. And thank you, everybody, for listening. It's a uh Boiling up into a really good big bash, this, isn't it? We're getting some good close games. There is a, a Mr. Dan Christian on my screen with big earphones on, um, who is obviously being given the player of the match for the uh, performance to date in taking the Sydney Sixers home by three wickets. We're giving our Blue Crocodile award, though, to Carlos Brathwaite for his four for 18. Both of them very fundamental in this Sixers win to date. Takes them top of the table in the BBL ladder. Thank you to Blue Crocodile for their support of these Big Bash dailies. I've been James, the Cricket Badger, and I'll see you again tomorrow. Big Bash 10. Thanks for listening. We'll bring you another edition of the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily Podcast in association with bluecrocodile.co.uk tomorrow. See you then. Sports Social Podcast Network. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions and... Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit